Welcome, everybody, to Life Over Par Podcast. We are produced by Prior Media. On this podcast, we talk about life and golf and pretty much anything else we feel like talking about. I'd like to thank everybody listening in right now. And let's get this thing rolling. That's a good substitute. I didn't have a a can or a bottle, so we went with a slurp this time. (laughs) Welcome. (laughs) (sighs) Yeah. We still missed your... (sighs) There it is. Uh, Welcome to episode 75, Life Over Par. Um, It's been two weeks. Took a little time off. Missed a major, actually. Threw our picks online. You guys Mm -hmm. all saw how well that went. Um, but because it's been two weeks, is there anything new going on for either one of you guys? Um, uh, on my end, um, next week we got Logan starting daycare. Uh, he's going to or summer school, I guess. Okay. He owes Monday. Was it Monday, Wednesday, Fridays? Monday, Wednesday, Fridays. So he'll be doing that and, um, He's got, uh, he had a speech evaluation last week or two weeks ago, and we go over it tomorrow. Um, so he may need a little more help, but from what the email we got so far, what Michelle told me that he's in range like he's supposed to be, and um, he's doing well. So nice. Yeah. Nice. Looks like a fresh patio set. I think you mentioned it last episode, but I haven't like fully seen it until you snapped it. Full oh, fresh yeah. patio set going on. It's pretty nice. Fresh. Yeah. Yeah. Just like talk of the neighborhood, I'm sure. It's, it's up there. It should be. It's uh, it's nice. Um, yeah. We haven't had anyone over at our house yet for the sit on the patio and just hang out at night. And I also need to get another <sighs> propane tank. But uh, I think yeah. we're going to have a, a cookout Monday. Oh yeah! For Memorial Day, holiday. So this is my first uh, first yeah first time ever getting a three day weekend on a holiday. So this is pretty cool. Yep. So crazy things happen. Yeah. Kevin, do you have a three day weekend? I do. Is it three? What? Or is it four? Um. See, like well, you always have extended holidays with you. Yeah, it's like you work like six days a week, and then it's like it's a holiday. It's like, well, I have like the next like twelve days off. Um. <laughs> yeah. They posted us for overtime Friday, so I have to work Friday. Oh, okay. But so just a Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Yeah. Okay. Same here. Same here. Three day. First time in in a while that Tom's like, "Hey, we're gonna close on Saturday because people are probably just gonna be busy for the weekend anyway." Yeah, I'll be good, busy. Good idea, Tom. Wow. Yeah. Like surprising. Good <laughs> idea. So. <laughs> Three day weekend for myself as well. So how's the uh like are you still are you able to get cars in now? Last the last few months or it's is it getting any better? Nah, or? Not really. I mean yeah. it's it's got to search and there's, find there's and, never enough to actually have stock. It's yeah. like things are coming in slowly and they're gone as soon as they're here. Cause most time we already are like 
have people in mind that we've called and said, Hey, this is coming in. Do you want your name on it? Kind of thing. Oh, so well, that's kind of good. Then you don't have to deal with the, like the, Oh, ha- I mean, oh. half ass of, well, there's a lot of dealing on stuff. Still people still want a good deal. Oh yeah. I bet. Yeah. Yeah. Not working in my job now for three weeks, starting to get the hang of it a little bit more every like each and every day. And yeah, like just different, like our little equipment that we have that we're running out. It's, like some of this stuff we never keep in stock and a lot of the stuff's not even ours. It's, you know, you can buy or you can rent it out at one of our locations uh, for Sunbelt and you can like drop it off at any other Sunbelt you want. So when we rent out a piece that maybe that's ours, they can go ahead and say if they're like three, four towns over, they can drop it off at that Sunbelt like location. And then we don't see that piece. So we're always flipping stuff. And like now it's obviously construction and everyone wants a patio. Everyone wants a dingo. Everyone wants like a skid steer, stuff like that. So we never keep that stuff in stock. A dingo? A dingo dingo ate your baby? A dingo. Yep. It's called a dingo. What's a dingo? Dingo is like a little skid steer, little like. I believe it's a dog. Bobcat. I mean, yeah. you have to look it look up. It's Australian a, dog or something. I had no idea what Good it was. Day, until I t- yeah, that's exactly what I said. And I'm like, what? Now I have to drive around in the yard that we have, and it's it's pretty cool. But it's like just like a little mini bucket, and you stand on it. Well, you can't stand already. You like push behind, and uh, you just lift up dirt and like move it. Or if you need to um, mulch and stuff like that, you can lift and just move the dirt out of the way or, mm. or, or if you need to put like forklift, like, uh, like prongs on it, you can do that as well to lift like pallets and stuff. Kevin, so, you're, you're looking it up. No, yeah, look it up. No. Okay. No, okay. I had, you had your phone going. I thought maybe you were looking that up. Um, sounds fun. Hmm. Dingoes. 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 Yeah. They're in like excavators and backhoes and stuff like that. So, yeah, we're now it's in season where everyone needs everything and give us a call. And good thing about it oh, is like, oh, you gotta you gonna plug yourself now. Yeah, give us a no, call. No, not give us a call. Like that's what they do. <laughs> they 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 call us and they ask. And it's it's funny the the similarities to Sunbelt in in pretty much any business like in the golf industry where you're like all right that's the weekend everyone wants to go out golfing okay well you need to reserve a tea time all right well if you if you rent from us on the weekend and it's a holiday if you uh get it on friday you don't need to return it until tuesday for a one-day rental so everyone's calling like hey i want to make a reservation or whatever and yeah they'll call they're like or they'll say like the day before like hey i need this you're like well it's like a tea time, man. You can't call the day before and think like you're going to get something. Like, yeah, especially it on needs a Friday. To be, like, yeah, everyone wants the Friday, so they get right. it over the weekend. Right, exactly. Yeah, everyone wants the the weekend rate or whatever. So, I'm starting to feel like intertwine those kind of things, and that's kind of how I'm. That's how my mind works. I think that's how I process it. Really. Well, when we just talked in a bit of an Australian accent there about your dingoes. <laughs> Uh, that reminded me of something at work today. Uh, oh, I thought you were talk about your hat. No, no, thanks, <laughs> Kyle. Yeah, it's it's a bucket hat. Yes, um, 
there was a customer in the waiting room today, and I was going back to grab some coffee. And I don't even remember what I was saying to. I don't even know if I was talking to her. And, uh, oh, I talked about how uh, the office girls moved the coffee machine, like, table around where that's now, like, in the center and stuff moves to the other side where the coffee machine used to be. And she turned around, and she's like, you got a bit of an accent. I was like, do I? <laughs> He's like, yeah, where are you from? I was like, well, I'm from Claire. <laughs> like, here. She's like, wow, you got a bit of an accent, though. I was like, well, I, I hope so. I mean, that'd be sweet, but I don't, I don't think I do. So I went back into parts, and I got it in my head. Like, I wonder if I just pass through there on my way back forward. Like I'm on the phone talking in an accent as I walk by just to screw with her. <laughs> and she's like, oh, thanks for calling me on the telly. Yeah, well, I'll see you next Tuesday. We'll get the boat in the water. <laughs> just walk by and make her just freak out. Like, wait a second. <laughs> but apparently I sounded like I had an accent. And maybe she's just not from Michigan. And I had like the Michigan accent or something. I talk like people from Michigan. Maybe. But it seemed like yeah, she would I've think been... everybody would have an accent then. Maybe she's from Farwell. And I had the Claire accent? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Do you ever notice Farwell people talk with a southern hint to their voice? <laughs> I think that's kind of on purpose sometimes. <laughs> yeah. I think yes. there's some people in every town that kind of do that. <laughs> I, I shit you not, we were at the Clare County Fair standing in line at one of the carts for elephant ears or something, some kind of food. <clears throat> and the girl working there had a Southern accent. And the girl in front of us asked her where she was from. And she said, Farwell. Mm. And, and the the girl that asked her was like, what? <laughs> where are you from originally? Farwell. Mm. But no, no, no. Well, you have a southern accent. <laughs> well, I've seen, uh, and Kyle can probably, and you can probably, like kids watching YouTube. Mm-hmm. Just give them their phone or a tablet and they start watching YouTube videos. There has been cases apparently where kids have watched so many YouTube videos in other languages or other accents of the people that's on those, the kids at a young age start to have an accent. Of what the people on the videos are, what they talk like. I tell you what, if if Blippi was Australian, Logan would just be all he would, Australian. He would sound Aussie, yeah. Oh yeah, big time. Yep. So because they're such a young age, like learning in a sponge of information, if they hear that accent a lot on the videos they're watching, they they start to learn it and mimic it. Mm-hmm. Interesting. It's it's weird. It's something I learned, but it's not it's the all. thing I learned this week. <laughs> It's all the kid wants to do is just watch Blippi and play with dinosaurs now. This is the weekly dinosaurs. Dinosaurs. Kevin, what's new with you? Oh, not much. We had a busy week off from the podcast with uh, Brittany had some family in town from New Jersey. Okay. And uh, So they came here instead of you going there? Correct. Like last correct. year? Correct, yeah. They came here. We didn't do a lot. They've been here a few times, but uh, one thing we did was axe throwing. Oh yes, that was kind of and knife throwing. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't uh, participate because of uh, 
a hurt body part. But uh, but your three year old <laughs> kid did. But my kids did, and we were really a hurt. Cool. A hurt body part. Did you get snipped or something? No, not yet. Oh, but uh, not yet. We were really contemplating taking the kids and thinking about finding a babysitter. Didn't know if it'd be their thing or if they'd just have to sit there and watch. But really glad we took them. It was a lot of fun. They it just sounds. The axe throwing you took them? It just yeah, it sounds yeah. odd in the video yeah. that I watched, like they're throwing knives and axes. Yeah, well, it was, hatchets. It was awesome. They, <laughs> yeah. They had Isn't like, there like a little gate where you have to like, I don't know, I think they just go under like nope. hey, don't step over this line. Well, maybe a line, but there's no, no like protective gate. <laughs> no. I mean there's like a fence that goes between each lane. So mm. yeah. Yeah. So if it bounces off while someone else is going up and trying to get their axe, it doesn't axe them right right to the back of the head. So this place had, like, little throwing knives. They had ninja stars. They had, like, metal playing cards that were sharp on the edges. That'd be sweet. And uh, they had the little uh, Batman, like, oh, okay. bat-shaped oh. yep. knife thing. Yep. Cool. It was pretty cool. I noticed one lane, which I'm, I'm thinking is maybe for kids because it's easier to stick to the wall, was the foam wall. Yeah, that was just like a piece of foam they kept around that goes like floor to ceiling. So there were, there were uh, boards behind that that were for hatchets or axes. Yeah. But well, I assume that. I just figured it's easier <laughs> with for a kid because they probably don't throw it as hard for stuff to stick to that. Right. So they feel better about what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I wasn't participating, so I was uh, mostly watching the kids, and I had a, I we had a blast just watching them throw. Where was that at? Mount Pleasant or Midland? Midland. Midland. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, uh, I recently got into pickleball. Oh yeah, I heard you mention what? that. You remember pickleball from high school? Oh, I remember pickleball from that's what old people do. Oh, like, oh, that's what you say. Not what your knee. That's what you say. It's possible. Uh, but the last two Sundays now, uh, played some pickleball in Mount Pleasant at Island Park. Uh, Sunday mornings or Sunday afternoon, if you want to do the more advanced uh, people that are good, get there at two, or you get there at like nine or eleven for people that aren't as good. And you just start playing pickleball. And I tell you what, the time flies. And all of a sudden, <laughs> you're three hours into playing pickleball. Huh. And just, you're just drenched in sweat. Oh, it's, yeah. You get you get tired. And you think get, this court's so small, you can cover the whole thing. And you're just like, damn, this is a workout. Yeah. Yeah. You look at the old whoop band, and you have over an 18 strain day. And it's only like 1 p.m. Shit. When do you do, when do, you do this pickleball? Sundays. Sunday morning into the afternoon. Last Sunday, we didn't plan to stay after 2 o'clock when all the good people got there. Turns out the good people of Pickleball are the old people. Okay, oh, Kyle? Yeah. They're the good ones. Yeah. My, They're older people. My dad recently got into it when he moved to Florida. Did he? Man, it is. What did you just say? It's a blast. My dad plays Pickleball at his, at his old folks' home in Florida. Dude. <laughs> We're trying... Trying to get a few more people to get involved in this thing. It's pretty fun. It's pretty fun. Pretty fun. And 
Oh, dang. Got a rash, a little road rash here from a <laughs> rash. trying to... Yeah, that sounded bad. So I got a rash here. <laughs> uh, a scrape on the leg, we'll say. Right. A little court court road rash. Um, Guess you get you know, to it's you, getting pretty serious. When you're, you're going for a ball and you just have all your weight like moving forward and you just can't seem oh, to yeah. stop yourself. Been there. And I had about two, maybe three strep three steps before my brain was like, you're going to hit the ground. Luckily, the court was only about two or three steps from the grass, you know, from the end of the court, hit the grass. And as soon as I got to the grass, I was just like, all right, I'll just go down. And just slid across the grass, and I got the point. Good. Main thing, got the point. So worked out. You know, once an athlete, always an athlete, mm, as I've they heard say. Yes. I love that quote. As they say. So pickleball is it, man. It it gets you moving, gets you exercising the legs. That first <clears> time <throat> when we played Monday night and I walked yeah. that first time, played like shit. Sore legs, sore ass muscles from yeah. the side-to-side -side motion of pickleball. Yeah. Yep. I think you don't have to jump. The biggest thing for me is like if I play basketball, I feel like I have to jump. And once you once you're over the age of 30, you should never jump for anything. You can go on your tippy toes and try to grab something. Yeah, you don't have isn't... to jump. The net's low. The net's like hip high. No, no, no. I'm saying yeah, pickleball. But I'm saying like if I did like pick like basketball or something like that would be. Yeah, that's why you go. Yeah. and play pickleball instead. Yeah, I think pickleball. <laughs> I think pickleball is. I think that's the right move. I think that's the. Yeah, and if you start now, by the time you're the age of the people down there, you're gonna be so good. So good. So see, good. that's what we're good. Like. Pretty good so at golf. You're good. really good at darts. Pool, we're all right at. Cornhole. 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 Bowling. We're setting ourselves up, guys. If you set yourself <laughs> up at an earlier age, by the time you get to the old age, you're going to be just all-star level. Beating be the we're shit be... out of old people. <laughs> were you athletic as a kid? No, I was terrible. But as a senior, I'm really athletic. Yeah. I am the... Yeah, I can I can throw a fucking horseshoe, boys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Horseshoe and a cornhole bag. Get out the way. Just put me into the finals. Yeah. Right. Which I did play cornhole over the weekend. My mm. parents went camping. Uh Sam and I oh, went I visited that. for the day. Played some cornhole. Did a double elimination uh, tournament there at the park. Winner winner chicken dinner. Dang. Ooh. Won't be welcome next year. Had to work my way through the losers bracket. We lost the very first game, <laughs> but the very last game was a rematch against the team we lost yes. to. Maybe I'm twice. Beat, beat him twice. Yeah, no hmm. big deal. The last two uh, throws was uh, for eight points and seven points. Fifteen in the last two toss rounds of toss. Damn, dug her home. Anywho, um. See what else I got in here. Oh yeah, um, we have one more country that has downloaded uh, our our podcast now. So here's here's the list of countries that have downloaded Life Over Par podcast. We have Ooh, Uni okay. United States, Guam, Canada, Sweden, France, Austria, Russia, Italy, United Kingdom, Brazil, Germany, Spain, Ireland, India, Japan, Puerto Rico, Saudi Arabia. Thailand, Taiwan, and one unknown unknown location. Oh, that's tough. Yeah. Is that Brittany Griner? Unknown. 
No. Russia. That's, that's, you think Brittany Griner's down low life of while she's in set while she's in the cell? Just, in Russia's. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's it. Uh, maybe in space. Maybe, maybe in Elon. Space. Yeah, in maybe they downloaded space. it in space. Oh, man. Good thinking, Kyle. There can't be too many podcasts that have been downloaded in space, right? Probably one of a hundred. Say uh, hundred tops. So I, I'm going to say it happened, and we're part of a pretty, pretty elite group. It's exclusive. It's elite. Yeah, <laughs> it's an exclusive group. So if NASA wants to sponsor our golf podcast, <laughs> they would be hitting nukes out there on the course. I'm about to nuke <laughs> this ball. Yeah, yeah, hit it to the moon. That's right. I'll, we'll make a slogan. We'll figure it out. Yeah, <laughs> get, get some new shirts. <laughs> Maybe these ones will sell. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. All right. Well, we'll jump into a little golf and then maybe get out of it a little bit later. But uh, AT&T, Byron Nelson, we missed that one while we were gone. Uh, the winner of that was K.H. Lee, mm. $1,638,000. I was so mad about that. I yeah, I think you said something about K.H. Lee it was like on the podcast. It was yeah. Tuesday or Wednesday. I'm like, how can someone shoot 26 under and not have a, like, you have to have good understanding the course like you just that you just got to feel good in order to play that well i just yeah i didn't think he was gonna do it again i put all my money on freaking speed never so the the thing is 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 that i'm so bad at timing when it comes to gambling on i give myself such a break and i'm like all right i can bet a little bit on golf but when i do i get so mad at me betting on golf because i always lose that the following week was a major i Got to think of the long game now, guys. I got to think. Yeah, you think those top guys are going to be focused on that tournament when the majors coming up? Yeah, I, I just, mm. I should have uh, thought of that. I bet, I, I bet on Cage Lee. You did, not, yep. wasn't one of your picks, but you did gamble responsibly on him later. On so yeah. on Sunday morning, I took Will Zalatoris, um, who missed the cut. Thank you, Will. Uh, and, and Keith now Mitchell, <laughs> Keith Mitchell, who tied for seventy sixth place. So I really didn't get much of anything for money. I don't even well, need to recap one. that. Um, <laughs> you took Joaquin Neiman, Kevin, who Joaquin. did a Joaquin T twenty five. That's not bad. And uh, Christian Bazunhau, T twelve. That's not bad. No. So you're now at seven mil four hundred seventy six thousand five hundred two dollars. Four, nice. Now, Kyle, you went with your Luke Donald pick. You can ride that horse out. Loser. He missed the cut. Kevin Kisner, he missed the cut. Mm -hmm. So you sit pretty stagnant. Nine, nine point seven five mil. Then, last weekend, the PGA Championship, the major, and like always, somebody that we picked in the week before does well. Nearly mm, wins, actually. Very well. Nearly wins. Uh, so my miss the cut, Will Zalatoris, the week before, you know, he gets second. But the winner was Justin Thomas, $2.7 million. And the only reason he had a chance at it was because of a total meltdown by, yeah, uh, that was by tough. Nito Pereira. That was a tough 72nd hole to watch. Yeah. yeah. He, what's worse about it is he – had it like jarred on the 71st hole like 
he had that birdie putt and it was the middle of the cup and he just left it like a a roll short. Mm-hmm. He had a couple shot lead there, so train, train's coming, train, trains are coming. I hear it. Uh, yeah, I don't know what he did on his drive. It looks very weird. He like was way low with his hands in the follow through and like sawed it off and. I, I don't know I mean, what he was doing. You just have no you have, have no control over your hands. I couldn't imagine doing that. Like, I don't know why he hit driver. Not, just because it's a big head. It's just the surface area of just making sure you can hit the ball. I get I mean you, <coughs> you you don't want anything to go long enough to get in the water. Yeah, but you can cut it right if you're have a three wheel, you can peel it off the right and be blocked behind the trees or you know. Even, I guess even if you I do mean, that, you can chip out. And, he could uh, have he could have yeah. bogeyed for the win, or bogeyed to sort of the, yeah, go yeah. to a playoff. I mean, he had the double bogey to lose it, and that's what he did. Yeah, it's kind of like when we get to a hole, we're like, all right, we're gonna play it safe here, and then you hit it in the shit. You're like, what the? Why yeah. didn't I do that? Let me just. I should just hit driver. So probably him looking back at it now, he's like, well, it's a big what if game, but. I have a play it safe, hit it terrible story. A quick one here for you. Ooh, okay. Last Wednesday's league. So Wednesday's, you know, when I normally play better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, I mean, I did compared to the Monday 49. Uh, I did play better. But on 15, I was like, all right, no driver. I'm going to hit three wood. Or I was going to hit my uh, my four hybrid. Mm-hmm. Topped, topped the hell out of it. It went about 20 feet. So I was like, well, mm-hmm. shit. Now I got to make up for that. And I got to hit my three wood now to get up there. And I sent that out to the right. It was windy. And I sent it out right. Wind didn't bring it back. So it went into the thick stuff. So we get up there and we're looking for it. Can't seem to find it. And the guy we're playing with goes, oh, we got a ball. Oh, never mind. It's probably not yours. And I was like, okay, what is it? He goes, ah, it's just a really shitty ball. I was like, okay, what is it? Ah, it's just a shitty old vice. I was like, yeah, that's my ball. He goes, oh, damn! you're playing a vice? Yeah, I'm playing a vice. Oh, I just thought those were really shitty balls. Like, no. I mean, if you get the Pro Plus, it's like comparable to a Pro V1. So, yeah, no, it's all right. I mean, the guy's bragging on my ball here as I'm beating him, but I mean, come on. Damn, that's tough. But yeah, that's shooting on that person. So I played it, tried to play it easy, hit it 20 feet, then hit a three wood into the thick shit. Like, I could have just hit a driver up there to the thick shit. And yeah, I'd have been the same, but a stroke less. Same right? what if, but yeah, you got to keep on what you're doing. You can't adjust. I mean, when I was like my last hole of my my PAT, like I knew I needed like a bogey to to pass, and I hit my drive really well, and second shot was fine. But once I got up to the green, uh, like I lost all control, like my hands. I put it in a greenside bunker on a par five and I needed to bogey it and I just desell and leave it in the bunker. Then I'm really fucking stressed out. Right. Or, and then I, after that, I bladed it over the green and I just hit the middle. Like it, it, it was so far of like, I'm going to hit, like hit the lip, hit the lip and bounce up and went across. If that didn't hit that lip. It was like 40 yards past. Yeah. Just drop kicked it. 
And from there I chipped on and mad like somehow I ended up making like a 12 footer to, to pass. But those, like, I have no idea. Like you have no control of your hands. You're just nervous. You're just, yeah. I couldn't imagine what his thought process was. Cause that, I mean, they showed it on the, the thing for Justin Thomas that he has like five year exemption for all the majors. He's, mm-hmm. I mean, he's yeah. a top, you know, obviously he's a top 10 player. So he's getting all the benefits and all the cash. But for the other guy, it's it's tough to see. But yeah, 20, I mean, he'll make he'll make the Masters and he'll yeah, twenty seven year old rookie. Yeah, you know that's tough. He's he's trying to to you know play at that top level and get his name out there to be one of the top guys. He's you know would have been the first player from Chile to win a major, mm-hmm. so he had that pressure on him, and just all in one hole, just lost it all. Uh, JT, I mean, you got to give him credit for what he did. He yeah. did what was needed. Um, Zelatoris hit a long putt on his 72nd hole to make par. Yeah. If you were to lift that one out, then it just would have been JT winning it. So, yeah. but yeah. Can't I, believe, I can't believe Hacker has a better putting stroke than, well, than Zelatoris. Yeah, it's so bad. Do you see that? It's bad. I don't know what it is. It's just, and he has longer putter too, so it's weighted. So it's like it's, you have more weight on the putter, so it's more of just a pendulum. It's just it doesn't have the weight. If it's less weight, it's, it has more ways to like get offline. But that's some stuff. He needs. I guess he's doing fine for himself, right? I mean, he's making it work. Uh, yeah, but <laughs> not too much. But it is kind of a yeah jittery little putt stroke mm-hmm. he's got. Um, but yeah, of course, Delatars missed cut the week before I picked him this week. He's going to do all right. So we went to the playoff, lost to JT. Why is it, is it a major thing or was it just a weird thing that they're doing now where it's a three hole playoff instead of, you know, a one sudden death playoff hole. If you win it, you win or you move on to the next one. Whoever that's wins first. The, that's just a set of PGA. That's a PGA tournament or PGA championship that's the way they do it the u.s open is 18 hole playoff uh masters is sudden death and i think british open three holes as well because hmm. remember it was Stuart sink playing against um uh the old guy um uh, old, old tom watson tom watson yeah <laughs> just played. guessed what a guess what a guess it was in the british open when he had a chance to win it and everyone was like like everyone in the world was rooting against Stuart Sink, and he did what he did. The so the U.S. Open is an eighteen-hole playoff. Yeah, it's when Rocco and Tiger played last. Jesus Christ! Mm. So nothing gets done on Monday. Could you imagine paying the premium? U.S. Open. Yeah, yeah. Tiger Woods collection. Oh, is that the golf balls? Oh yeah. The tin is that tin? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I had those. Yeah. Yeah, it's got all the golf balls in there. I used to have those. Dad got me those ones for Christmas. Pretty sweet. So tag around them. Put, put those down the, the hallway. And I got really bored and the snow wouldn't melt. So then I just hit driver over our over the road into the trees and never saw them again. All right. Well, uh, back to the PJ. Uh, my picks, they were terrible. We could just <laughs> we could just pass on those probably. Uh, Patrick Cantley and Matt Jones, miss a cut, miss a cut, perfect. 
Perfect. Now, Patrick Cantlay was the only player in the field that was in the top 10 of three different categories, which I believe was um, shots gained off the tee, shots gained approach, and shots gained putting. Blew, so blew that all away. Had He had no touch anywhere and just plain sucked. I don't get it. He's about to get married probably. That's why. God. So two guys missed the cut. I still sit at just under 5.5 mil. Kevin. Yeah. Victor Hovland. T41. Mm-hmm. And Tony Fino had your T30. Pretty okay. good. So you... Uh-huh. Sit at seven point six, just over seven point six million. Kyle went with X. Gonna give it to you, Xander T thirteen, and Tiger Tiger Woods. Tiger made the cut, but after his third round, he was in some pain and wasn't playing well. He withdrew, so you got no money for Tiger, even though he made the cut. What? Don't he get his money for like endorsement deals or anything? No, none of that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna pick him next week. You finally crossed over the 10 million mark. You're at 10 million four thousand six hundred and twelve dollars. Just made it. Just passed over. Good. So now I'm, I'm only like four and a half million behind you. Boom. Maybe you pick Patrick Cantley to win it in the, in the end again. I don't I don't know. I I've thought like I'm just gonna go with guys I don't really like because whoever I pick doesn't do well. And I, I did that before with Patrick Reed when we first started doing all this. And then I got off track and I started picking guys I thought would win. And it didn't work <laughs> yeah. out. I need to go back to the guys I don't like and then they'll just miss the cut and say, I'm just not gonna win this, but at least yeah. I can take the guys I don't like out of the tournament. Mm-hmm. Maybe I do that. I'm surprised of uh, how many people are in this next tournament. Usually, you know, after a big major, the next week's tournament's pretty like, pretty yeah, yeah, really lethargic. I'm like, meh. Yeah. But looking at this field, I'm just now looking at it. It's it's sweet. Big names. Um. One thing that's pretty exciting coming up, and we talked about it a while back, was that Netflix was going to be recording like oh, yeah. a docu series on players in the PGA, and like week by week or tournament by tournament, I don't remember exactly how they were doing it, uh, but you're going to see an insight of like the PGA players and what they do on and off the course and their preparations and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, this week for the uh, for the PGA or last week for the PGA Championship, apparently. Uh, they followed three guys around, which just happened to be Justin Thomas, who won, Mito Pereira, who collapsed to lose, and Matt Fitzpatrick, who was one of the like, top five. Um, they spent significant time off the course with all three and, of course, you know, recording while they're playing on the course. So that uh, should be... I mean, I don't know who else they followed when they followed the others, but that episode should be pretty darn good. Yeah, you would think. You you were following the champion of the major, the guy that collapsed, and the guy that was in the top ten, top five. Right. Like that should be a pretty good good episode. But they they had Matt Fitzpatrick in there, and something I learned on Matt Fitzpatrick 
Oh, he, yeah. He cross-hands his wedge shots. So he goes left-hand low on his wedge, mm-hmm. which made me think he's probably a left-hand low when he putts, and he's not. So he only switches his grip to go left-hand low when he's chipping. Yeah. What's the benefit of that? Um, from what I learned, it's to – it gets your hands out of the chip, really. It's more of like a pendulum swing. Um, instead, of, you get really wristy and your timing is off from, obviously, the speed difference. You start trying um, to scoop it. Right, Maybe a little yeah, and flick. So with with that, if you do chip like that, like your centerness of contact is actually a lot better, and you get to find the bottom of the ball, bottom of the club, and and your consistency with hitting the ball on the same spot of the club is is pretty sweet. So it's a good training drill to do, but he just yeah. put that into his bag and hmm. kept it going. Well, the. The book on Phil from what's his name? I can't think of what his name was. Uh, I can't remember his name. Um, yeah, yeah. Ship Shipnock, Shipnock, Ship something. Ship Shipshwana. Shwana. Um apparently, you know, that's out. And I think from what I was told from somebody who has started reading it, that Phil goes over being left handed is a big advantage because he's left handed. So if you have your lead hand as your forward hand, you actually have more control of the clubs. If you're lefty, it's more advantage. So, Kevin, you're a lefty writing. You're a lefty in hockey. Possibly you would be better golf with your dominant hand as your lead hand. Uh, although that doesn't make sense because when you're golfing, left is your your lead hand, and that's when you play righty. I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it either. It's just like a pop. That, that sounds backwards now. Then <laughs> that sounds weird because um, Justin or Jordan Spieth, I think he's a lefty in writing and throwing, and he was talking about having your dominant hand as the forward hand which he's a righty in golf. Mm-hmm. So that would be correct for what he says when he swings, but it wouldn't be correct for Phil. Maybe Phil's a righty in in writing and everything. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Anyway, supposedly your dominant hand should be your lead hand that gives you more control of the club, and I think that's what I took from what he was saying. So Yeah, I, did, uh... I don't know. Oh, you brought that up about like the Netflix thing of um, like they're doing this documentary. How much, like, we all heard of the OnlyFans, right? So, <laughs> okay. What would be the OnlyFans price you would pay to be like, all right, cut the cameras off, Tiger. Show me what he does. He says he has to, like, Go through all this process of going to the night of. You um, won't have to OnlyFans pay it. You, you, if you don't think he's got a comeback story documentary team followed him, I don't know. You don't think he's going to try? I mean, that's perfect opportunity to make more money. Not that he needs it, but I mean, he that's, could sell I mean, the that, shit that, out that of be, that. That'd be awesome. To HBO or Showtime or whoever. Anything. 
Yeah. He could sell that. That's true. His comeback story from the accident to playing in the major and making the cut at the Masters and making the cut at the PGA. And that's why I don't think he's ever going to want to play in like a uh, rinky-dink tournament, Mickey Mouse Springer tournament again, because if he does this and wins the, you know, the John Deere classic. Oh, he'll never play in the John Deere classic, right? But like anything or like he's going to want to, he wanted to, the cherry on top, you know, he's going to want that. So mm-hmm. I was thinking about that when we're, when you brought that up, I was like, I'd pay a substantial amount of money just to watch like a live view of what he does to the, like the resting time of like, all right, when he goes to his hotel room and's like, all right, he does everything until he shuts lights off in bed and be like, all right, this is it. Until when he wakes up, what time he wakes up, like mm-hmm. what he has to do and what he does. Well, I, I doubt there's ever going to be the live cam to be able to sit there and watch, but <laughs> I would I would bet money they're in the process of getting a lot of footage for some sort of a documentary on a comeback again. <laughs> Have to be. There's way too much of a an opportunity to make millions to not do it. Mm-hmm. I'd rather rather watch Phil make coffee. Watch watch the Phil comeback story if he ever does. If, oh, I mean, there, there's got to be some story following Phil right now that they're going to try to sell so Phil can make more money. I mean, he's <laughs> all about that. that. That was a question I had. So one of my topics I, I had, who do you think is going to win a professional tournament first? And... It could John Daly, no, and the senior doesn't need to be PJ, but in his field or whatever, Woods or uh, Phil Mickelson. Now it has to be PJ. Has to be like sanctioned with the PGA or with. Well, the, I'm going to take field. Phil out of it then, if it has to be PGA. Yeah, it's bullshit. If you just would have left Phil like winning a tournament, I'd say him against the competition they're going to have an LIV. I'm saying he probably has a pretty decent chance. But if it has to be PGA, then I wouldn't say Phil. Yeah. And I'm not going to say John Daly. So I, I guess I'll go Tiger Woods. Did you see what he did after he posted what he did? How you saw it like that? He had, he was in the – he went to Hooters and he went to the casino and just, mm-hmm. just had a band of $100 bills he's throwing in slot machines after the first day. and Well – after stats like he had out there on the course, mm-hmm. you know, 21, 21 darts, 12 yeah. Diet Cokes, six bags of M&Ms through 18 holes. I mean. <laughs> and he brought he brought up a good point, too. It's like if if, Ky- if Tiger just swallows pride and just be hop on a cart, he'd be at the top of the leaderboard. It's possible. Why wouldn't he do that? He's not going to be the guy that rides a golf cart around. He just won't do it. His pride's just too, I mean, then it's going to be like, oh, yeah, he won. He tied Jack, but he was also driving in a cart. Like, who cares? Tiger. Yeah, he does. <laughs> he does. He cares. Funny. Be like, yeah, I don't want to get on a golf cart and, and sit on my dick because it's so big. <laughs> Anyway, (laughs) let's go back. Let's go back Uh, a little bit. Uh, The reason I brought up Matt Fitzpatrick, not only because he crashed his hand 
uh, and goes left hand low when he chips. But mm-hmm. he has recorded every single shot that he has hit the last twelve years. He writes it down. Um, he says, let's see it on here. Uh, you'll see Matt Fitzpatrick writing notes after every single shot. That's because he has charted every single golf shot that he's hit since he was 15 years old. <clears throat> says, for example, it'll say he's 165 out and he's hitting an eight iron and he wants to do blah, blah, blah with the shot. Um, he has thousands and thousands of shots. He'll also note what the lie was, what type of grass it was, what the wind was doing for every single shot. It's in a practice round, a pro-am, even casual rounds with friends. Sounds like it would be just horrible to play with. <laughs> yeah. uh, he knows that he doesn't have the physical gifts of the guys he plays against, so he leaves zero stone unturned in the pursuit to get a slight advantage, uh, you know, uh, to try to leave no stone unturned on what he yeah. has to do to try to win a tournament. So that would be exhausting. I think it would be just annoying to play against. But if you can get fifth in a major and yeah. make, make, you know, the amount of money you can live off of the rest of your life, then you do you, man. Right. I don't like that. Like, I I wanted to root for him. But then seeing him like over like a five footer and the pin still being in, like what are we doing? Yeah, he leaves the pin in. He's the yeah. only guy. Like him like and that. Ro- Rose, I like that a lot. You like that? Doing, <laughs> like a lot of laziness. He's just doing it just to just. I don't. I don't get it. And the thing is, is he's not really getting scrutinized for it. But best believe if if this came out and on Bryson, everyone's like, oh, here we go again. Bryson's doing his thing and the science is more soon, blah, blah, blah. It's part of his, his cloth. And this is, you know, just another thing that he wants to says that he does better than everybody else. But for Fitzpatrick, I mean, I can kind of understand it. He talked about obviously like he went to Northwestern. He's not a big guy. So he's not like, he does not have a lot of power to hit, hit it far. Right. So he's gotta, he's gotta do whatever he can to get an advantage at some point and maybe that's just knowledge of his game yeah he never has to guess his shots and that's what'll be cool to see about this netflix series is is what like tendencies do these guys do different like everyone's gonna be a little different like what does this person do or what superstition or what you know what what gets them in the zone to really focus in i think that's gonna be cool to see if, if if they're able to document it like that yeah and then the second thing that i have off of fitzpatrick with his weird hand thing i was watching some of the spit and chicklets sandbagger invitational videos on youtube and i'll say it right now barstool sports spit and chicklets golf content is better than barstool store sports actual golf content with foreplay it's really, better. it's better. I think it's just because I like the guy. The guy's better, <laughs> Paul Bissonette, and you know, yeah. Wit. I, I, I don't know. I like them a little bit better in the, their personalities. I think. I like Jimmy. I Joy Colcuts and no, Bobby. Joy Colcuts is one of the most annoying guys I've ever had on there. Bobby is hilarious, but uh, and, and uh, Fat Prez. They were playing against. Let me finish what I had here. 
They were playing against Shane Doan and Tyson Nash. These are two guys for the uh, the Coyotes. Mm-hmm. Tyson Nash is one of their play-by-play guys. Get this weird shit. Tyson Nash drives lefty. His driver is lefty. His irons righty. Train going by again. Yep. His wedges lefty. Holds it like a hockey stick. And his putter is lefty, holds it like a hockey stick. Wow. It is the most just annoying thing to watch. <laughs> they should put him Yikes. on the match. Drives lefty, irons righty, wedges lefty with a hockey stick grip, and putters left with a hockey stick grip. He needs to be in a mental hospital. <laughs> yeah. There's no way he plays well. He He's like a a bogey golfer. Wow. That's impressive. Uh, it is so weird to watch. Hmm. So I mean, like yeah, I've, I, thought- I've seen even people here in Claire where somebody, uh, you know, they'll throw a baseball with their right hand, their football with the left hand. Yeah, you know, they'll bat righty or play hockey lefty, that kind of stuff. But like the same sport, just use a different club, and you're going to stand on the other side of the ball. What are you doing? Right. <clears throat> That's pretty crazy. I, I mean, I can't imagine the set is any more expensive because you're probably just buying the driver, just buying a set of irons, right, and stuff. So it wouldn't get more expensive, but it would just be extremely, just stupid. I'm so hard. I don't think I could do that. Yeah, there's no way I'd be able to play that way. Long ass train. But yeah, um, I would. I would say the spit and ship it stuff is better than. Than, like four uh, plays. The four play guys. Four plays not bad. Fired. Four plays not bad, but <laughs> Paul Bisson that is a character. He's oh, a, yeah. he is a character. So so keep, keep on going with golf. I had one here. Someone asked me online, or actually, it was one of my buddies here, and he listens to our podcasts and and. Uh, we asked like obviously like questions or anything like that. Like, what do you have? And he ended up asking or text me and he asked, he says, if you could take one golf trait from each person that does the podcast, what trait would you take? So you would have to take a trait from me and Kevin. I'd have to take one from you two and Kevin from two of us. Okay. So I had the option of thinking about this. So, I mean, I'll go first. Good. <laughs> Good. Golf trait I would take from Nick is just being organized and well-dressed. Okay. This guy okay. has got threads. This guy got the shoes. He's got the latest and greatest. I, I, he just got He He gets it. Okay. That's up to the T. This guy knows what he's doing. So we've opened it up to close as a trait. Okay, I'll take that. <laughs> it's like it's it's what it is, and like it's like a, a PGA like Tiger Woods two thousand whatever. You get to pick the gloves, yeah, and all the threads. You know, you gotta look good, play good. And then from Kevin, I would give the when he hits a bad shot, you just like meh, yeah, no no expectation. He's like, well, he just brushes it off and he hits and then he hits the next one. He hits it just as good. Maybe, maybe for like the first few, but if they start stacking up, 
Yeah. He gets a little upset at himself. Sometimes. They start stacking up. Yeah. It's just because I, I don't know. I think that his his way that he's able to brush it off. Maybe because when we play, it was like a a scramble or alternate shot, or we're playing like as a team. He's like, man, whatever. <laughs> like it's not a <laughs> good idea. <laughs> now I'm sitting here thinking <coughs> what I want, but it could be like it could obviously be the the game, the wedges, the driving, whatever right. it could right. be. But I think the uh, I like how you didn't pick any of our golf skill. I like how you, you dodged yeah. that part. Well, in his defense, I don't have any to pick from. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Okay. Kevin, um, well, you're able to play with anyone. Like, you guys both. I mean, same way. You guys are both able to play with anyone from scratch golfer to beginner. I feel like everyone's – all of us kind of have that trait where they don't – they're just happy to go golfing. Mm-hmm. So. Hmm. <sighs> What would I want to take from Kyle? Mm, I mean, I'd I'd take distance off either one of you. Okay, <laughs> you both smash the ball way farther than I do. Yeah. Uh, I I I would need more time to think. This is oh man, what would I take from Kyle's game? I just think for me, f- for Kyle. He just makes golf look easy. Yeah. I, I mean, the guy golfs like four times a year now. Yeah. And he just walks up with the fucking muscle memory <laughs> and just sends it. With no muscle. With no muscle. Yeah. <laughs> and it, and it kind of a bad Barely memory. memory. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're coming on his brain for anything either, Kevin, yeah, I don't right. know. Yeah. All right. Well, he's a freak. I don't know what it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He just plays out of his mind, maybe. He just gets gets away from the normal. (laughs) I don't know. But, yeah, I mean, we go to Kentucky, and he he hasn't played in forever, and he drinks, and he shoots a 74. Yeah, that's pretty good. Five, whatever it was. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, that ability would be cool. I put in way too much practice time to (laughs) shoot as mediocre as I do. Yeah. So, yeah, making it look easy would be something. Yeah, that's a good one, Kevin. And I don't want to distract from your ability to golf, but I'm going to take uh, driving the cart. You're really good at driving the cart. Yeah, I, 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 I do my, a lot. That's yeah. my favorite thing about one you. Of you guys is too. Yeah, cart driver. Yeah, I drive yeah. on Monday League. Oh, I drive nice. on Wednesday League. <laughs> I drove uh, in Kentucky every day. Like everyone's like, now you're driving. You're the man. So this past monday kevin thought i was gonna walk so he got a cart put himself in the driver's seat put the tra- bag over there. walk i walked me. the week before i did why because <laughs> i want to get some few more steps in and stuff but this this week decided not to so i tricked him and he had to drive this week that's awful you don't like it because yeah. you got to drive you got to keep score, score. and you got to keep yourself <laughs> into it and then when i was in the passenger seat i was like man this is great I just, yeah. I'm just golfing and you just drive me around. And there was a couple times where I'm just sitting there drinking and he's like, all right, you can go now. I'm like, oh, yeah, shit. You can drive. I'm not used yeah. to this. <laughs> and you're, and if I got to pay more attention. Yeah. And if you're on the driver's side, your cubby's a little bit smaller. Like if you're on the passenger side, you get your big cubby. Then you get like kind of the middle cubby too, right? So right. you can kind of like just like spread, your, spread your stuff out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah nice. there, there was a few times where it's like, all right, you can uh, you can go to my ball now. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, oh like, well, I forget that yeah. I'm driving. Yeah, it's like, yeah. Where, where is it again? Happened once. There we go. There was also a, f- a few times where we're both out of the cart and Pryor goes to get in the driver's seat. So uh, yeah, it's just normal. <laughs> and I just went all the way through like I did on purpose. I was like, I was just sliding through. You ever get to a point where it's like kind of awkward in a golf round where you're like, all right, well, I'll grab my clubs. Like, I'll grab my clubs too. And then you got a kid like, well, who's going to get the cart? Because no. <laughs> you guys are both uh, off, the, no. off the green. I think a trait that I would take from Kevin, and I could be wrong on this, but I don't think I am, his ability to not be affected by the weather. Mm. he's a mutter that's a good one he's a mutter very good he when it's cold he's still wearing shorts yeah when it's hot he still plays the same game no matter the temperature i hate wet golf and i know i play worse when it's wet right kevin's a mutter Mm. yeah that's a good one non-affected by the weather just the same guy and it's like optimism being like, I-, I got a new driver. Have you hit it yet? No. <laughs> you're going to tee it up? Yeah. It's going to yeah, see how it goes. I'm going to slice this one just like I sliced the last <laughs> yeah. one. Yeah. yeah. What you have? Yeah. I don't know. What degree is it? Well, oh, I got this fancy right. little tool. I don't know. It's just it's one my dad used for like 10, 10 days. Years. For like 10 days. And got a new one. So I got this one. Yep. That's how I get drivers. Speaking oh. of, about do. About do. About do. Uh, I only have one more thing that pertains to golf, and that is our picks for this week's tournament. Oh, yeah. Which is the Charles Schwab Challenge. Charles Schwab Challenge. And since I am still in last healthy margin, I get first pick. And I'm probably going to regret it. But I'm going to go. Don't pick my dudes. With Colin Morikawa. You cocksucker. <laughs> and Brian Harmon. Oh, Brian Harmon is my dark horse. Dude, did you see? He's have not, you seen he's him? Not a dark have horse. A, he is. He's 5,000. Oh, he's 3,300 on mine. What are you looking at? Yeah. <laughs> his Barstool. putting. His. I'm going to go right to the PGA Tour app and do odds. His putting. His his driver or his putter head bigger than his face. Yeah, that his, dude's his like putter is old, huge, and he's tiny. I Brian Harmon, all he was right Brian there, Herman, plus five thousand. Yeah, I got yeah, I got right him. on the PGA Shit. app. That's what I'm going by now. Is right on the PGA app, which I believe is like NBC Sports or whatever they do. Whatever I don't uh, have time for this. So you need you need a new lineup here. Okay, I'm gonna go odds. <laughs> And best to worst. There you go. So, Colin Morikawa, which apparently was your pick. I swear to God, I was going to pick Colin Morikawa for my first guy. And if you picked him, I was going to pick Brian Harmon for my first guy. Well, (laughs) I I took Brian Harmon as my dark horse because he is a 5,000. And I took Colin Morikawa as my runner, my front runner. And I was real close to picking Webb Simpson. Hmm. But mm-hmm. I didn't. Mm-hmm. So now we're at Kevin, and he's searching. Um, I don't want to do this, but mm-hmm. since I picked him last week and he didn't do great, I'm going to pick Hovland. Victor Hovland, okay. Maybe he'll win. 
I was on the fence on him too. I was all over the place because I don't know who to pick because I'm so bad at this. It's scrambling. And David Lipsky. David Lipsky? Yep, never heard of her. What? Who? Like oh. ten thousand? Oh, I got to hit done here. Lipsky. Lipsky, right there, ten thousand. Okay. So okay, let's get back to my notes here. We'll go Hovland. And Lipsky. Dang. Okay. Kyle, first place, the $10 million man. <sighs> All right. I'm going Harold Varner. HB3. Mm-hmm. He's at 5,000. Too dark, so that was not what you think it was, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Too dark. This week's horses. Was it racist? Two dark horses. You know, uh, first time I got wrapped up into that segment. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> knew it was coming, and I wrote them down, so I'm I'm just gonna put them down here. Uh, Ian Poulter. Poults. Yep. Great picks. I love both those guys. <laughs> okay. He didn't make the uh, he didn't make the cut. Ian Poulter didn't make the cut. Him and Stenson were uh, in the lobby or in the like cafe or whatever, like looking over the ninth and eighteenth green on was a Friday, like begging people to like double those holes so yeah. they can make the cut. Did you guys see that? Some <laughs> doubles and triple bogeys here. Come on, <laughs> it's like I, I kind of feel bad rooting bad, like rooting for people yeah. to mess up, but need some doubles and triples here. <laughs> I just want to go home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stenson. Stenson. Just want to go home. <laughs> All right. So that is the Charles Schwab. Those are the picks. Yep. More than likely, I'll miss the cut with both, but we'll see. That is golf. Anything um, else you guys got? I got two more things. I do. Oh, yeah. Do you remember, Kevin, your what you learned a few weeks back about Lake Mead? Yeah. Uh, refresh us. They yeah. found what is it? Found a body in a barrel. Yeah. Because of the drought. The yep. The water level went down. They found a barrel, the body in it. And they've found a couple more. They have. But they've they've started coming out with who they believe was in that barrel. Oh really? They did, yes. I didn't see that. So let me see if I can find the right part of this uh, this article. Here's your here's your barrel. Yeah. Um, let's see. The timing suggests the killing occurred between 1970 and the early 80s, uh, coinciding with the most violent period in Las Vegas is past, the era of unprecedented street crimes and underworld killings. The research found three possible victims who may be the body in the barrel. Three men each with links to the mob, disappeared at that time, and their bodies were never found. Most speculations have centered on George J. Vandermark, gambling machine cheater uh, trusted by the mob to oversee the slot machine operations at the Stardust Casino in Las Vegas. Uh, he double-crossed them. The mob wanted him dead, but we doubt that this was him in Lake Mead. 
Then there's William Crespo, a drug runner who turned state's evidence uh, after he got busted smuggling cocaine. He was set to testify against a former insider for the mob uh, until he came up missing. So their leading candidate for the man in the barrel is Johnny Pappas, P-A-P-P-A-S, Chicago native and veteran of Las Vegas' casino host. He is, I believe, the guy in the movie Casino that Joe Pesci plays. Hmm. Nick? Nicky uh, Santoro. So they believe that was him. Um, let's see. The thread that strings these three men together is they were linked to the most powerful Las Vegas mob operation of its time. Uh, the front company for the organization's crime operations that ran the Las Vegas top gambling operations. Uh, let's see. The ruthless murder was brought back to life as the fictional Nicky Santoro, played by Joe Pesci in the 95 mob movie Casino. I love that movie. Uh, his weapon of choice was a 22 caliber pistol equipped with a suppressor and fired into the victim's head. So that's who they believe is in the barrel. And I'm sure eventually we'll figure it out with like DNA testing of who, who it really was. Did you guys watch Casino? I have. Yeah. I have. Watch it, Kyle. It's fantastic. I think I watched it. Yeah. Watch 21. I just wanted to do a little update on something you learned. Thanks, man. Yeah. Hmm. Waiting for more info. So, got that going. And then, you had two more things, Kyle? Uh, yeah. Um, not really golf. Well, a couple things, actually. Um, I grilled yesterday. So, I'll bring that topic up of uh, saw. really, really wanted to... Uh, Put the patties in like a toaster. Vertical, yeah. Thought about that when I was putting them on there. Somebody, um, somebody should try it. No, you're not. Gonna, you're not going to want to try it. <laughs> yeah. If you have excess amounts of burger and you're looking for a way to get rid of some, you can try it. <laughs> if you have an excess grill, yeah. yeah. If you want to give it to your have, least favorite family member. Just burnt like, up is it good? Smoldering meat at the bottom of your grill, you could do it. Yeah. Ugh. Um. Here's a question. Jurassic Park. Um, if it was real, would you go? <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> um, <laughs> this new movie's coming out. I saw him. Like, yeah. Ooh. Probably not. If it was like as, as, a, as, as expensive as Disneyland or Disney I've, World. I've never been to Disneyland or Disney World. No. no I probably wouldn't go. You can find me in Harry Potter World. There you go. Mm. <laughs> now, would you? I think I'd, want, I think I, I think I'd go. If I yeah, went, I would definitely figure out where all the exits are. So if anything went down, I know how to get the hell out. Yeah. I don't know. I'm jacked up. I, I want to take Logan to his first movie, but obviously any Jurassic Park movie is going to be way too scary for a three or almost three year old. So um, there's a movie coming out. We got to figure out what, what it was. Or it was like we watched one. We actually watched 
live TV yesterday for the first time in forever, like an actual TV show with commercials. Usually like we'll just record something on like Hulu or whatever and we have no commercials. But this is a, a movie for, oh, it was the uh, Minions, like grew or whatever growing up. Okay. And so that's a good movie to take, you know, Logan for his, his uh, first movie. So, but then the whole Jurassic Park thing came up. I was like, wait a second. Would I actually go if it was a possibility? I think you're pretty dope. I think you'd have to be a psychopath to go. Because I think you would have to be a real psychopath to make an amusement park based off of a movie about an amusement park that turned into a horror film about dinosaurs killing people. But I don't think the question is if they made an amusement amusement park off of the movie i think is it if what happened in the movie was a real thing okay so no movie i have was no i movie haven't seen the for movie for you to have it in your head that it could go wrong ah it's just right. like there's jurassic park yeah and that's real life now oh. would you go yeah it's a maybe it's like but it's in it's in iowa i mean like they did they did kind of <laughs> put it out there like that it's Next really the super field of safe so yeah so you kind of like oh it's safe nothing can go wrong i don't know i just never cared for dinosaurs it was never my thing no i love them oh there's a commercial for it right now there you go um what else i have pay-per-view about tiger his only fans uh Heads up, only a few weeks away from uh, Father's Day. Yep. Yeah, yeah. What'd you get me? What, I'm, I'm, I'm asking you, what What are you wanting for Father's Day so we can plug it? We got weeks in advance. Mine's already bought. Apparently. Neither one of your wives listen anyway, so. Yeah, true. True. I've been told work. mine's bought, so doesn't matter what I say. Good for you. <laughs> Good for you. I don't know. I mean, the thing with mine is, is it's the same day as Logan's birthday, so kind of sucks. Takes the focus, but also awesome. Takes the, same the focus time. off off of you. Yeah, I get that. But, That's my birthday every year. Yeah, Will's no, birthday and your birthday damn. same day. Yeah, it's there. Damn. Yeah, yeah I, th- I think probably just go golfing. I think would be awesome with him. Like nine holes or something on Father's Day, but the thing is, like, I think everyone was going to want to do that with their dad. Yeah, so make sure you call ahead and get your definitely tea time. call ahead to get your tea time. Yep, weeks in advance. Don't wait till the day before. This is everybody's warning right now. <laughs> You're listening. Get those tea times in. Get those tea times Jeez. in. I'm gonna have to really cut out the coughs. Cough, cough. Cut out those coughs from you. Uh, coughs, kind of like people choking. Like I don't know, Calgary Flames. Just choking. Go Oilers. Go, Go Oilers. Oilers. I'm rooting for That's you. That's right. They're up three to one in the series. Connor McDavid is playing like the greatest player in the league because he is just insane. I don't think they'll pass the Avs, but I'm rooting for you. I think if the Oilers can play like they have the last, maybe not last game, but the two before that, if they can play like that, nobody can beat them. Yeah. What the hell happened to the Panthers? The silliest the Panthers? Yeah, they turned into the Panthers. It's <laughs> tough. They ran into the lightning. Fucking lightning. Yeah. 
like the Patriots. You're just sick of seeing them there. Yep. It was fun to see them, like when you lived there. It was fun, yeah, it was no, it was fun to root for them, like when you were like, "Yeah, I have family there," and like, "Oh yeah, that's cool. That's a cool second team to have." I used but, to be a big Lightning fan. But, I used to go to a game every year at spring break. And uh, it was a great team And they back when they won in like 04. But now, mm-hmm. like, fuck those guys. I don't want to see them anymore. Yeah. <laughs> go Oilers. The $9,000 bet is still chugging along. Check, check. And they still win. no I, cash they out cash offered. Out, no. no cash out offered. <coughs> Damn. Even though they're up 3-1 to one in the series right now. On their way to the Western Conference Championship, as long as they don't ruin this last game tomorrow against uh, Calgary, well on their way. Still no cash out. But maybe if they make it to the to the show, maybe, maybe. I think they're thinking like me. They're not going to pass the Avs. I hope you're wrong. I really <laughs> hope you're wrong. Me too. The crazy thing is when I me first too. made a bet. A long time ago, before I made this bet, I did the same kind of thing with picking the winners of each kind of thing and had the Avs as my champion. Oh, yeah. And then when the Dodgers lost, I remade one. Oh, yeah. And for whatever reason, that time around, I was like, you know what? Oilers. And I did it. And now it's like, if if I had the Avs, I'm almost guaranteeing they're doing a cash out for me right now. Yeah. Yeah. But hopefully... That works out in my favor, and Oilers beat the Avs, and it was like, good switch, Nick. And I'm not kicking myself in the ass about it. I'm sure it's a bigger payout, too, for the it o- is. to pick yeah. the Oilers yep. over the Avs. At this point, I feel like I may know the Oilers team better than the Red Wings, just because I've been <laughs> watching them every other night. Yeah. I watch them. That's commitment, too, because those things don't start until damn near 9, 30, 10 o'clock. I know. I'm going to bed at like 1, one thirty. Yeah. And I'm not saying I haven't fallen asleep during some of them. <laughs> yeah. I'm woken up near the end, but. That's great. Yeah. I'm trying. I'm trying. But the Oilers have a little something to do with something I learned this week. All right. Bring it mm. on. So it's a story of how Wayne Gretzky began wearing number 99. Mm. So growing up. He was always number nine because his favorite player was Gordie Howe. But when he was in juniors, a guy named Murray was on his team, and his dad wore nine. So Wayne told him that he could have it. And after that, he was drafted by uh, by the or in the Sioux League, and he was off to a pretty good start where he had 21 points in the first six games. And he didn't like the number that he had that he was given, which was 14. So the coach kept offering him different numbers, and he didn't want any of them that they kept offering him. And he wanted 16 to begin with, but that was a guy that was drafted by Vancouver, and he wore 16 the year before, and he didn't want to wear that number because that was that guy's number now. It's like a big old thing with numbers. Right. And the coach started getting pissed that he wasn't saying okay to any of the numbers he gave him. So he just said, Jesus Christ, why don't you just wear two nines? And he goes, okay. (laughs) And that's how he started wearing number 99. That's pretty funny. Yeah. So he he wore one number for one game 
in the NHL that wasn't 99? Do you know what number it was? Hmm. His very first NHL game, he wore a number that wasn't 99. Number one. Nope. 17. Damn. No. <laughs> you probably weren't going to guess it. It was number 26. Hmm. And he was never drafted into the NHL. What? The, the so-called greatest player to ever play the game. He was never drafted in the NHL because he was part of the WHA, the World Hockey Association, and that's where the Oilers were at, along with, oh boy, like four other teams. And they became part of the NHL when it expanded to add those teams, and that's how he got into the NHL. Damn. So... The so-called greatest player to ever play the game never was even drafted. Wow. Another little Didn't tidbit for you here is Wayne Gretzky was going to play for the Red Wings. After he was done with the Oilers, it was down to the Kings and the Red Wings, and he told his family that he was going to play for the Red Wings because Gordie Howe is his favorite player, and he wanted to go play for that team. And the day before he made his decision where he was going to go, his dad told him, there's only one Gordie Howe. There's only one Detroit. Go do oh, re- greatness. Go, yeah. do, go do your own thing, which made him pick the Kings. Damn you. But can That's you terrible. imagine, like, the different... Longevity? Like the different story that Detroit would have had if he would have went there? Like, would there have been an Iserman? Yeah, it's true. There? Would there have been <laughs> Butterfly like, effect. the Russian five that came through and had the the great 25-year stretch that we had? Right. I don't know. It's like maybe it was a good thing he didn't come. I mean, clearly his dad was wrong because Stevie Y walked in there and became a fucking legend. Yeah, so. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, still, there's only one Gordy Howe, but well, yeah, yeah, you can be a different number and be pretty damn good. How about ninety nine? How about nineteen? Yeah, nineteen. How about five? I mean, yeah, nineteen is a good number. Some good ones, but yeah, that's that's uh, some stuff I learned on Wayne Gretzky. Goes hmm. along with my Oilers. Dope. Anything was- you guys learned? Um. Well, what I just learned is that we're going to be playing this cap outing here uh, in a couple of weeks. And if you're riding with Sammy, uh, I guess I've learned that I'm going to be the driver of our cart. <laughs> so you, know, you don't have to be, but I suggest it. I would say you either drive or you're going to have to say, okay, you can drive now. Hey, you can go to my ball now a few times. Well, well, the thing is, we'll all be together. So I think we'll get to the point where it comes like, nah, I just leave it. <laughs> well, I mean, it's a scramble anyway. So yeah. it's just like you just got to go pick it up and go to the spot you need. Yeah. So not a big deal. But yeah, nothing like too crazy I've learned. I mean, I don't know. I don't really like boring job stuff, but nothing like on my own time type stuff. Cause when that, when we get our own time, it's just relaxing and just 
putting our brain on pause and watching a basketball game or watching hockey or watching something. So. Okay. Kevin, have you learned anything in the two weeks? I learned a little something and, uh, I hate to report it, but there's another shortage in the world. What? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Not going to be of? a lot of firework displays for the 4th of July. Oh, oh, no. I heard another one. What other one did you have? It was. Me? me? Did I have? It was, well, another shortage. So it's, let's list this, let's list the shortage. Cause I heard one today that was just crazy that I heard on the, on the news. Well, go ahead. So we have baby formula. Right. Yep. Obviously. And you have fireworks. Okay. I thought you were going to bring up cat food. There's a cat cat food food shortage. (sighs) There's a cat food shortage. Oh, man. It's it's real tough. If if there's a shortage of cat food, all you have to do is feed them steak. And do you know how a cat... Hot dogs. Do you know how a cat likes (laughs) their steak? Oh. Mm. (laughs) No. Rare. <laughs> God damn yeah. it. All you gotta do is feed him a steak and just make sure you feed it rare. <laughs> That's it. No big deal, Kevin. Uh, no steak shortage. <laughs> there will oh, be. Yeah. Keep, if you keep feeding the cats, will be. Fireworks, though, huh? Fireworks, yeah. So our town says they're gonna have a fireworks display for Labor Day. They're planning on, and also yeah. homecoming. Really, homecoming. homecoming. So there's a shortage. So we're gonna do fireworks displays for pointless things. Yeah. Okay. Like I told Brittany, that's a good idea. That's a lot more pressure to put on a football team because win or lose, we're gonna have fireworks. So don't make them sad fireworks. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> huh? How about that? So that's what you had, just the shortage of fireworks. Yeah, there's a firework shortage. Okay. Well, we're we're here about an hour and a half, about an hour and twenty actually. So we'll wrap this one up. I have a few more things I could bring up, but I'll save them for next week. There's well, always got, next week. Yeah, we'll save them. one too. I could I could finish off with one more joke for you. Please don't. Please don't. Please don't. go ahead. I want to hear it. All right, there's a food. Positive vibes into this three-day weekend. The food joke. What did the cupcake say to the frosting? Mm. I don't know. Without you, I'd be muffin. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. That's uh, episode seven. You better be careful. You're getting these dad jokes five, too good, and you're gonna just you're gonna manifest yourself in heaven. And yep, seventy five. <laughs> I hope that's right. That's where we are. Uh, thanks for, for uh, coming on here, Kyle. Took a little bit to make it work. Know. You know, technical difficulties, but we got it. Mm-hmm. Kevin, get home, get some sleep. Yes. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, Anytime. some rest. Yeah, a couple of weeks until a big match. I, I can't uh, wait. Gonna be fun. Hope uh, everybody has a good holiday weekend. Uh, stay safe, but have fun. It should be nice, like eighties, mm-hmm. I think Monday. Nice. So, nice. Um, you know, the perfect thing to do on Monday is listen to the podcast on the holiday. Perfect. Just listen Monday, 
enjoy your holiday with a little bit of life over part love it all right we'll see you later Kyle. see ya bye